0: many of you sense the presence of the Lord here? I see your hand? The King of the universe, the Alpha, the Omega, you know, Sacred Chronicles, seven, my people, we know that, don't we? Call on my name, what does that mean? Pray and uh, turn from their wicked way, you know, says you'll hear from him. We all know that, don't we? We all know that. Is it possible there's enough power in this room under God to see people in Texas, for example, encouraged and they don't even know who we are? Is it possible that God can speak to, I'm thinking about three different young people now running from God? Messed up with an uncomely lifestyle that's so far away from how they were raised. Is it possible where they are right now that God can speak to them and they can know, hey, I'm 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 heading the wrong direction. You you believe that our prayers unto God can do that? Do you believe that God can speak to your employer, strong enough without even thinking about it or reason, just say, hey, you you need an increase. Do you believe God can do that? You believe that someone right now hearing, let's welcome our online online audience. Can we do that? (laughs) That those of you online, that those of you online, right now by the power of jesus christ that if you're at home and you're at home sick and you're watching right now i say to you in the name of jesus you be healed by the power of the holy spirit you be healed amen you be healed by the grace of god i want to talk for a moment regarding the power of prayer and I've spoken on prayer a couple of Sunday nights now. One night a British soldier was caught creeping back into his quarters coming out of the nearby wooded area. The sentries apprehended him and took him before the commanding officer. He was charged with communicating with the enemy. Why else would a soldier leave the barracks and go out into the wooded area and stay gone for a while? And come back in and coming back in he's caught. He's brought before the commanding officer with the charge that he's communicated with the enemy. His only defense was, I just went out to pray by myself. I just went out to get alone. I didn't want to wake people. I do that often. I just get out there and talk to Jesus. The commanding officer was pretty brilliant in his response. He said to that soldier, then get on your knees and start praying now because you've never needed prayer so much. The soldier thought that the minute he fell on his knees would be the end of his life and it would be over. But he went into his prayer mode and began to unload his heart and pour out his spirit. He began to use a prayer language. He began to communicate with God as he had done Many, many, many days. At the conclusion, perspiration falling, rolling off his face down onto his shoulders. His body is wrenching wet because he's praying. And when he was finished, amen. And no great prayer person can just say one amen. You have to say amen and amen. The commanding officer said, son, get up and go. He said, you are free to go. He said, I believe your story because if you hadn't drilled so much in prayer, you could not have done this command performance and do it like you did it unless you had a whole lot of practice. Amen. I, I, I believe the church needs more practice in this thing that we call prayer. Y'all with me tonight? More practice, more opportunity, and that's on my heart for Victory Church more practice of prayer in our homes and in our offices and business. I want to deal a moment with Daniel, but I want to talk about just Daniel. I don't want to talk about all the, the miracles that took place. He's a prime example in Babylonian captivity. It's it's difficult if you're under siege by, by individuals who control you, uh, a group of a nation that actually has your nation uh, in servitude and it's difficult, but Daniel was a person of prayer, and we know that. God had raised him up because of his prayer life, and he had gained, of course, a, a great, great, great confidence with Darius, who was in charge, and the others that were at the same level he was were jealous and and difficult and, and listen carefully, the closer you get to God, and the more that you pray, and the more that you try to live right, the more anti-people you're going to have that try to disrupt you. The the more people who will try to get into your business, the more people that will try to get into your way, the more little aggravating little nippets at your heels, if you don't mind, because you're endeavoring to nail it down in prayer. And here's what it is. We understand if I talk about, boy, back in the day, I'm here to tell you that the church that we know today in the Pentecostal arena was built out of the power of prayer. And it was because of prayer meeting after prayer meeting meeting after prayer meeting that God did some phenomenal miracles, and what we are seeing overseas today is coming at a prayer meeting, prayer meeting, prayer meeting, prayer meeting until they touch the hem of the garment of Almighty God. That's where we're at. Are you telling us that we're going to have to spend day and night in prayer? Try it. Try it. We understand that he prayed, and of course they hated him, and it created jealousy, and this is what they said, we can't touch him because he's just trustworthy, and we, don't, we can't find anything to really, really lay a charge on him except one thing, and that one thing we know that he is faithful and diligent in his commitment to his God to pray. We're never going to find a basis on any other charge unless we do something that has to do with the law of his God. Friend, you have no idea the impact you as a church have in this community this past Thursday night and Kiwanis Clubs gathered together and Dennis Harrison and Rita were instrumental in that and helping so very much put it together, but you could see and sense. The very first time for many people on campus, didn't know anything about the Dream Center, but But I believe the Holy Spirit moved in their heart. Why? Because for year after year after year in the Dream Center, we hit a couple of places that we thought, are we just going to have to close it? It doesn't seem like, you know, we've ran into this glitch. we run into that glitch. we run into that discouraging tone. But listen carefully. If you know that you have a mission and you have a vision, stick with your mission, stick with your vision, and stay with it, whether you're having success or failure, stay with it until the end. Amen eventually God will give you victory and give you favor. Amen? Do you think that Teresa and Sam, raise your hand over there guys, has never had a thought of wanting to quit, wanting to push back when it's hot out there on days in which the difficulty is there? Do you think not enough help is out there? Do you think that somebody complained about it, but they have a mission and they have a vision and how does it happen? It happens out of the power of prayer because they are not on their own. We are praying for them and all those involved in sidewalk Sunday school. And the Dream Center, and God gave a miracle. Over $100,000 came out of that Dream Center because of the grace of God. Come on. We thank God for that. They knew Daniel was not afraid to pray. They knew he wouldn't miss his prayer time. Isn't it wonderful that people can calculate what you're going to do as a follower of Jesus Christ? Well, he was bold with his prayer they, of course, had a decree. They went to Darius. They tricked him and, of course, set the decree. If you don't honor Darius for 30 days and no prayer to any other God, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, it didn't bother Daniel. Daniel went home. His windows were open. Some said he opened the windows. Primarily, the windows were open. And he got in the same posture and position that he'd always done in his upstairs, and he began to pray toward Jerusalem. And he called upon God. And guess what? They were standing down there waiting on him. And the minute he called upon the name of Jehovah, they took him and arrested him. You see, Daniel didn't run and hide with his prayer. Some people are ashamed to pray over their food in a restaurant. He didn't seek to save his own life. He didn't determine to be politically correct. He was bold because he believed. My link to God is through my prayer. I link to God. How many of you sing in the shower? Let me ask it again. Well, maybe I better start at the beginning. How many of you take a shower? That's good. That's good. Now, how many of those of you that take a shower, how many of you sing in the shower? Come on, there you go. That's good. You might ought to learn to sing in the shower. Sounds a whole lot better. In the shower. I believe Daniel sung in the shower. I believe he prayed in the shower. You see, friend, if we don't become more committed to prayer, and more committed for our love for prayer, support of prayer, practice of prayer, Satan will be well pleased because the one thing that he hates the most other than the presence of Almighty God is the prayer of God's people. Do you know what prayer it was in 1963? That was the case before the Supreme Court that banned public prayer in schools. Do you know what that prayer was? It was a prayer that kindergarten children prayed. Here it is. We thank you, Lord, for the flowers so sweet. We thank you for the food we eat. We thank you for the birds that sing. And we thank you, God, for everything. That was the prayer that was presented that the United States Supreme Court banned prayer in schools. Why did that happen? Often our voice is the silent majority. And have you noticed the minority, the minority always has the loudest voice. But the silent majority has the potential to pray. And when our voice is heard in heaven, he rules in our behalf. Can you say amen? It says that we should pray and never give up. Hebrews tells us, 4.16, let us approach the throne of grace with confidence that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. When we have great need, here's what we have to do tonight, encourage you. If you're sitting out on the front porch of a house that's been flooded and the doors and the windows are open and you've determined there are no more snakes in the house, And the water is receding and it's hot and you are sweaty and you have no hope of having the power to come on, no hope of the water running, no hope of a shower, no hope of much food, no hope of much encouragement, no hope for somebody to come by and give you a check to rebuild your house and you're seated there. Most of the people there feel hope less but your prayer may just dance its way into the heart of one of those people and out of nowhere except from above hope might begin to feed into their lives that's the way it works Daniel's prayer, of course, was important. These men, they found him and asking God for help. Daniel cried out, The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Because when we pray, think for a moment, it moves the heart and hand of God, it storms the gates of hell, it binds the power of Satan's force, and it liberates the spirit of mankind. And when our heads are bowed in prayer, It causes the halls of hell to prepare for a massive hell quake. One prayer. One. One prayer. One prayer. The demon shook in James 2.19. We find you believe that there's only one God. Good. Even the demons believe that, James is teaching and shudder. Matthew 8, 29, what do you want us to do, Son of God? The demon said to Jesus, have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Even the demons understand the person and the power of Jesus, and it is within our ability to pray. People can be healed out of this surface. People can be delivered. People can receive hope. Because Paul writes in Philippians 2 that he is lifted up because God exalted him to the highest place and has given him a name above every other name. And every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Our prayer also is a divine intervention. Do you believe that our prayer can bring hope to a person that's not even a follower of Jesus Christ? Somebody said, well, I I don't want that. I want my prayer to go to the followers. Well, guess what? You don't get to direct where God sends your prayer. You just pray. God said, I'll take care of the results. Well, Daniel's thrown, how many of you know, he was thrown into the fiery furnace? Oh, y'all don't like the fiery furnace? Who said lion's den over here? that's good that's a correct response i just wonder how many of you didn't know that that makes me nervous <laughs> he's in the lion's den how long does it take a lion to do its business to tear a person apart especially when they're hungry i won't we'll get into how that all happens i just tell you he was there in a hungry lion all it took is one not a bunch And all night long, Darius comes and he wants to know what's going on. And Daniel says, the Lord sent his angel and he shut the mouths of the lion. They haven't hurt me. They haven't done anything to me. I want to ask you a question. Do you think it was Daniel's prayer when he was lowered into the lion's den that did the work, or do you think it was the prayers that Daniel prayed before he ever hit the lion's den? I think it was the ones he prayed before. I think it was that consistent effort that God, you, I think it was that time when he didn't feel like praying, he prayed anyway. I think it was that time that the the enemy around him said, don't pray. And the compromise came. Well, you can go 30 days without praying that Daniel said, Oh no, it's a part of my life. It's a habit. It's who I am. And I'm go- I'm not going to stop praying. I, I believe that Jehovah is here with me. I believe his anointing is with me. I believe that God is the God of all the universe. So I'm just going to keep on keeping on and believing in God. Cause one day, who knows? I might, need to really pray. I might really need some kind of deliverance. And that day came. And when in this chapter, we find that Daniel's faith did not waver one moment. But let me give you something else. Every prayer that you pray, be careful how you pray them. God hears and will be heard by God. Here we go. Revelation 5:8 it says when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. And each one had a harp and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Prayers don't do like the internet does, just go off. Prayers, God corrals them and has them in the palm of His hand. Did you know that? Every prayer that you've ever prayed. Let me move forward. Revelation 8 verse 4, and the smoke of the incense together with the prayers of the saints he says, boy, I love, I love the incense, but I love the sense of the prayers of the saints. Went up before God from the angel's hand. Daniel's, Daniel's prayer of deliverance was answered by God because of one thing, because he trusted in God. Your prayer goes as a heavenly incense into the presence of God. And God loves you so much, my friend, at his desire, at his moment. He answers. He answers. I have prayers That I have prayed, that I am grateful that God did not answer. You with me? Just in a moment. Just in a moment, whispering a prayer because had God answered my prayer, they wouldn't be with us anymore. But in this room is a prayer that we are going to pray. So here's what I'm going to do. Worship singers are going to come. And I'm going to ask you, because usually we have somebody pray over the country and pray over the military. I'm not going to do that. I just want us to pray. And they're going to worship a little bit, and here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you to, I want you to be bold as Daniel, and I, want, I really want you, and you can tell when a person has a consistent prayer life. Because when you hear them pray, It's no work at all. It just flows. Amen? It just flows. They don't have to guess what they're going to say. It just flows out of them. Just flows. My grandkids, every one of them, they know if they're with me, one of them's going to pray. They just know it. They don't duck and hide under the table. They just know it, you know, because their mama and their daddy because their mom and dad were taught to pray at the table, and their kids have been taught to pray. So you might as well get used to the fact somebody's going to pray. And it flows. So would you put yourself, try to imaginarily, that's a new word, (laughs) in the place of some of those in Houston? Can you let your imagination stretch a home that was already in trouble? Could you let your imagination stretch to a single-parent family that might have been living in the project? Can you let your mind stretch to, to a family that might have been struggling financially because some might have been out of work and all of a sudden this? Can you imagine the family of the law enforcement officer that drove his car while he was on duty and told his wife, I've got to go do my job. And little did she know that when he closed the door of that police car, he would drive off into a swift moving body of water and he would drown. And I don't care what you think about your political views, but I will say this. I'm grateful that someone in the Oval Office signed a declaration to say, I don't care who you are America we need you to pray amen amen we need you to pray so they're going to worship and we're going to pray for about 10 minutes that's that's the time 10 15 minutes you're welcome to walk you can come in the altars you can kneel down in the pew you can sit there whatever you want to do if you want to come and you want to be anointed in oil I'm going to ask our ministers Jeff and Dan Doug and Tim and some of the others, just to come down here. If you want to come during our prayer time and be anointed with oil, they will anoint you with oil. And just pray that God will touch you. So can we do that now? Let's just pray. Let's do that right now. In any position you want to get in, if you want to walk and pray, walk. Kneel, kneel. Let's pray.
1: Healing is here. Healing is here, healing is here, and I receive. i mm-hmm. trust in you This can't stay any longer Your perfect love is casting now fear perfect love is casting out fear you are the god you are the god of all power and it is your will that my life will reach my ears i reach my hands to the Receive our praise in holy, in holy, in holy. You're the Son of God. You are awesome, God of power and Lord of glory. And feel this place. You are awesome. You're the God of power and the Lord of glory. Come and feel. Come and feel this place. You are awesome, God of power. Lord of glory. Come and feel
0: this place. Would you stand, please, Heavenly Father? There is no benediction on this service. I'm asking you to let the spirit of prayer be not confined to the four walls of this sanctuary. But let the spirit of prayer go with individuals into their vehicles. Maybe to the restaurant or through the drive-thru. Or maybe home. May if you bring something to their mind, God, if they'll feel and know that that's you and just if they're making a sandwich and you speak to their heart, let them just stop in the middle of the mayonnaise spread and pray. Help me, Jesus. If you give them a vision of a person, a family, a little child, we can stop and pray right there. God, if they're on television and they're looking and They see devastation and you prick their heart. Let us pray. God, if we see the Red Cross or the United Way or Convoy of Hope delivering food, let us pray, God. Let us just keep praying. Let us not only pray for the needs of those who suffered tragedy, let us pray for their soul. Let us pray that a mighty revival would in fact Embrace the people who've been adversely affected. Let them see the hands of those serving them. Let them see that that is an arm and extension, not just of social welfare. But let them understand that's an extension of God's hand into their life. So we claim souls by the authority of your word. And we pray as these prayers go up, God, we know that you are building an incense pot full of prayers that go up into the nostrils of our Savior Jesus Christ. And, oh, God, let the prayer of a righteous man or woman of God in fervent prayer bring pleasure to you. So we ask you, continue to minister in Jesus' name. They're going to sing this song maybe again. You're welcome to slip out. You're welcome to stay and pray, whatever your desire is, for a few more minutes. I love you, everybody. Thanks for being here.